As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Gunshots, bitch. Then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. It's been a couple weeks. The nigga took two weeks off. Didn't plan neither one. That shit all bad, honestly, my nigga. Like, I've been meaning to do this fucking episode for two fucking weeks. Um, I had another episode planned for the week before it last. You know, I might like speak a little bit on it during this show because what I had to say was some some important shit. It was kind of a, you know, like kind of a watering of something that I planted, you know, when I first fucking started. Um, You know, it was the episodes that I did when I was talking about Errol Spence Jr., you know, by just being careful and shit. Like, I meant to do that uh, pertaining to the whole Brittany Griner situation and moving like you're actually important because I feel like what she did was, you know, like she had a fucking lapse of judgment. And if anybody knows anything about Brittany Griner, she's one of those people who kind of thinks that she's a lot bigger than she is. Like, she is a talented basketball player. Yes, she is one of the best players in the WNBA. Like, you know, she she's a great basketball player for what she's involved in. But at the same time, like, you can't be moving like you LeBron. Like, you can't be moving like you Michael Jordan around this motherfucker. You know, I feel like she she let her head get a little too, too big and she ended up doing some goofy shit. You know, it was a bad thing for her. You know, the whole lesson that I was about to teach in that episode was just understanding how important you are but not acting like you too big for the program like not thinking that you above the fucking law you know like i feel like what she did it just was a it it just was fucking stupid on some real shit she didn't deserve the consequences that she got but in a lot of situations you shouldn't allow yourself to get put in a place where your freedom is in the hands of another motherfucker You know, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you at the discretion of other people. Somebody can judge you however they want to, especially somebody who you have no no understanding of how they get down. What you say, MJ? 
it's a good chance she's done. She's done it before and didn't get caught. Yeah, that's that's what I honestly feel. Like I feel, you know, because you know, full disclosure, shit, nigga, I done got in and out of airports with a knife on me a few times. Nigga, I done rolled through the airport probably three or four times with a knife on me. It was like a little, um, it was about the size of a debit card, you know, and it folds into a knife. Shit, I got through Indianapolis Airport, Dallas Airport, LAX a couple times, Ontario Airport. But nigga, when I went through LaGuardia, they got my motherfucking ass. You know, and that's the thing. Like, just because you get away with something two or three times don't mean you're going to get away with that motherfucker number three and number four. You know, especially when you got a whole lot on the line. You know, that's a fucking issue with a lot of people. You got to realize what you putting at risk when you doing certain shit. But today's episode ain't about that. That shit was just like a little short preview of what I was going to talk about when I, you know, I just had a lot of shit going on this last couple of weeks. You know, it's like every time I would think that I was going to record something that happened, you know, a big part of that is back to school. Nigga, my kids back in school, you know, Sundays I'll be having them here so I can get them ready to take them to school. The week before last was the first day of school, so... Nigga, that Sunday was, it just was a lot going on. I couldn't really find time to record. Last week, it was kind of the same thing. You know, I had to make sure that everything was right, make sure they had their little school laptops and all their fucking supplies and things of that nature. My brother came over to visit, so, you know, that was a, a another one that I ended up missing. So, you know, that's the reason the nigga been gone two weeks. It's just been a whole lot of shit going on, so. A motherfucker been missing shows. But today's episode is about the motherfucking simp demic. Another fucking thing that I wanted to talk about last week, but I end up having to bring that motherfucker to this week. You know, like, I'm sure a lot of y'all, if you haven't seen the full interview because the motherfucker's like three hours, you know, a lot of y'all seen the, the clips of um Irv Gotti on the Drink Champs podcast. Like I just been seeing a lot of shit Like even my last episode Terms and Conditions It was something similar to what I'm going to talk about today Which is just Niggas jumping out the window over pussy It's not a good fucking thing at all dog Like just the thought of this shit Just the way that these niggas is getting down as of recent And I'm not making it seem like simping is a brand new thing Nigga simping is as old as anything, nigga. Simping is it's old as prostitution, my nigga. There would be no prostitution without simps, my nigga. You know, like they say, nigga, uh, prostitution is the oldest profession. It wouldn't be nothing without simping. You know, like dudes from the beginning of time. Have been putting the pussy on a pedestal And it is what it is Like you know some niggas was literally Raised like that Like my nigga King Germ said What's going on King Germ from Procast That nigga said Joseph in the Bible was a motherfucking simp Which is the absolute truth The gospel if you will Nigga my nigga believed that There was a baby And God was the daddy 
you you a cold motherfucker to believe some shit like that. Now, I understand in the Bible, the story goes, everybody believed that Jesus was the son of God and shit. But in these times, a motherfucker will be believing that Jesus was the son of the mailman or Jesus was the son of her homeboy or her best friend or her partner or the nigga who used to visit all the goddamn time. You know, nigga, simping is an old motherfucking thing. But in the last couple of weeks, we've been seeing a lot of terminal, terrible motherfucking examples of simping. Nigga, it is literally a simp-demic right now. Like, motherfuckers is just doing too much, nigga. You know, the definition of simping, as far as I'm concerned, is just putting sex above self. Putting a mate above self. Compromising your morals. Your integrity, you know, how you feel about yourself for another motherfucker, you know, whether that be the opposite sex or the same sex, depending on how you get down, depending on what you into. Because, hey, man, you know, this show is for everybody, you know, but like simping ain't it's not exclusive to men. We got a whole lot of female simps out there, too. You know, a lot of y'all call them pick me's. You know, it's a lot of women out here that's literally taking niggas back who are blatantly fucking them over. I look at that as a female version of a simp. When you letting a nigga do you foul, I feel like you as a woman, you're simping. When you are afraid to lose a motherfucker, that's when you get put in a simp's position. You know, like shout out to um Linda the Empress and shit. We did a live last night. You know, y'all go check that shit out on um, at Empress underscore Royals. You know, me and her did a fucking a, a cool little two hour live, you know, where we was talking about a lot of this shit, you know. But I honestly feel like when you are afraid to leave a person, you are getting yourself put into a simps position, you know. And it's a whole lot of different types of simps, you know, like um, the financial simp. This was Irv Gotti. I feel like Irv Gotti was a financial simp, which is the type of motherfucker that leads with a wallet. These are the type of motherfuckers that feel like it's the money that gets the women. You know, um, diet Johns, that's what I would call these motherfuckers. You know, they the tricks of the world. You know, they diet tricks. They not literally going up and down the blade and paying prostitutes. But at the same time, they engaging in softitution. These motherfuckers is giving women money, hoping that the money that they spend gets them the pussy. They hoping that the restaurant that they take a woman to gets them the pussy. They hoping that if they fly a woman into their city, that's going to get them the pussy. If they take a woman on vacation, that's going to get them the pussy. That is not the fucking case, my nigga. You know, something that I always preach on this motherfucking show. If a woman likes you, it ain't about the fucking amount of money you spend. The woman who likes you will spend money on you, dog. The woman who likes you will spend money to come see you. She'll buy her own goddamn plane ticket if she like you like that. She'll find a way to come fuck with you if she really like you. You know, not to say that you shouldn't fly your woman out because, you know, just as men, you know, a lot of us have been raised to be gentlemen. A lot of us were raised to be providers. So I'm not saying that it's wrong to spend money on a woman. But at the same time, if you are spending money with the intention of that being the reason you get the pussy, 
you're a trick. You should not be spending the money for the pussy. The money should just be a part of what's going on. You know, there's women I've spent money on, and these motherfuckers done spent shit. Probably the same amount that I spent on them, if not more than I spent on them. You know, it's not a bad thing to spend on who you fuck with, as well as women. You know, because like I said, nigga, like nowadays, you know, it's a lot of fucking male gold diggers. You know, we talked about this shit last night with Linda the Empress. You know, it's a lot of dudes out here nowadays that's fucking with women literally based on how much the woman makes, how much the woman can do for him. You know, and women, y'all don't need to be falling for that shit. You know, but... I honestly feel like a lot of women put they self in these positions. You know, I feel like a lot of motherfuckers that get put in these simp positions, you putting yourself in there. You know, a lot of times what you lead with is what you're going to end up with. You know, when you lead with money, you're going to end up in a situation where you have to be spending money. When you lead with, oh, I cook, I clean, I do this, I do that, I do that, like, That's what you're going to end up having to do in perpetuity. You know, that's why I tell motherfuckers, like, you got to set the tone early. You got to set your boundaries early. Like, you got to let motherfuckers know what your intentions and your expectations are early. What you want out of this situation and what you have to bring to this situation. You know, if you as the man are over here talking about, you know, yeah, man, you know, on the first date, I'm going to take you to the fanciest restaurant in town. Nigga, if you going out to the fanciest restaurant in town on the first date, nigga, do you think she going to let you take her to Wendy's on the second date? Do you think she's going to accept for you to take her to Denny's or to the Waffle House or to IHOP on the second date? If y'all motherfuckers spend $275 a plate on the first date? No. You know, a lot of this shit, you got to work your way into it. You know, a lot of this shit, it's like... If that's what you was going to do in the first place, then by all means do that. You know, if that's how your pockets is working, by all means do that. Because I'm not saying like if you got the money to go to roof, Chris, every motherfucking night, don't do it. Because if you got if you got it like that, nigga, by all means do it like that. But if that's not the fucking tone that you trying to set, nigga, don't even fucking start like that. You know, that's where a lot of motherfuckers in the dating game get it fucked up. A lot of motherfuckers think that if they start out with the with the 4th of July fireworks, that's going to impress this person. And that's not always the case, nigga. Sometimes, nigga, you sending these motherfuckers the 4th of July fireworks is going to get you put directly into the trick bag. They motherfuckers going to put you right there in the free food category. Like, oh, I got me one. This nigga said he finna take me to this restaurant and do this and do that. Got me a trick. You know, because like I said, nigga, it's nothing wrong with doing that if that's your get out. You know, some motherfuckers, they enjoy a very nice meal. They enjoy a very nice setting at a very nice restaurant. So if I'm going to take you there, it's because I want to take you there. Not because I think that this restaurant it's going to be the difference between me getting some pussy and me not getting no pussy. Nigga, I'm going to get the same pussy if I take you to Roof Chris and I'm going to get if I take you to the Waffle House. So the restaurant is just a part of the experience. It's not the reason that we're going to have sex. What you say, dripping inspiration? Ain't nothing wrong with mixing and matching. 
it ain't got to be five course dinners every day. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, you know, I'm not saying that every date has to be the same. I'm just saying that depending on what your financials look like, you need to stay in your financial lane when it comes to you dating. You know, you need to stay in the lane of what type of energy that you're going to be able to maintain when you dating. You don't want to put yourself in a fucked up position because you was trying to financially impress somebody when you should have been intellectually impressing that person. You know, that's the thing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save more on natural and organic items. Just clip your digital coupons on our app and use them up to five times in one transaction with your card. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The first date, as far as the restaurant that you choose, you should be choosing a restaurant based way more off the atmosphere than off the price. You should be selecting a restaurant that's going to allow you to have a conversation. A restaurant that's going to allow you to get to know this person. You know, something small, something intimate, something where y'all going to really be able to talk and get to know each other and see how motherfuckers get in. You know, niggas be too busy trying to take a motherfucker somewhere impressive with all the fucking bells and whistles and shit. And you end up getting looked at as trick man, sugar daddy and shit. That ain't the fucking case, nigga. That ain't what you should be trying to do, my nigga. You should just be trying to get to know this motherfucker. That's what you should be trying to do on the first date. Not trying to impress this motherfucker with your pockets because that's what tricks do. What you say, young Don? If you pimping, when is the best time to ask if she interested? Man, nigga, she supposed to be choosing up if you pimping. You know, and I ain't no pimp, my nigga. You know, I'm I'm a motherfucking square dog on some real shit. You know, so I can't tell pimps what to do. You're going to have to holler at a P about that shit, nigga. Uh, I suggest you fucking um, go to YouTube and find uh, Sinful to P. That nigga Sinful to P, that motherfucker know. You know, shout out to Sinful to P. But, you know, just on some on some pimping shit, nigga, your ass need to be, you know what they say, a, a, a pimp's place is in a hoe's face. Nigga, you need to be getting at the bitch and seeing if, if, if she, you know, down with your pimping. You know, see if she like what you got going on. Nigga, have you a nice little interview and see what's up with that motherfucking choosing fee. But, um, you know, as far as square dating and shit, like, you need to be trying to get to know a person. You shouldn't be trying to impress these motherfuckers with nothing stupid, especially nothing that you're not willing to maintain throughout the life of the fucking relationship. Because that's where a lot of motherfuckers be fucking up at. You know, you try to set a tone that you can't maintain. And that's why a lot of relationships end up fizzling out early. Because you come in like, 
Oh, I'm finna roll out the red carpet, nigga. I'm finna put the rose petals on the floor, nigga. I'm finna do this. I'm finna do that. I'm finna buy this. I'm finna buy that. I'm finna rub her feet. I'm finna eat her ass. I'm finna lick nipples, suck titties. I'm finna do all that shit. And if that's not something that you can maintain on a long-term basis, that's not something you should do in the fucking beginning. Anything you ma- you can't maintain, you shouldn't start doing. Because you're going to end up tiring out. You're going to end up running out of gas. You know, like this is the fucking metaphor of a marathon. Nigga, you don't sprint off the fucking starting line when you run in a marathon because you understand that you're trying to sustain your fucking energy. So, nigga, you just run at a pace that you can fucking maintain. You know, you breathe. You pay attention to your motherfucking steps. Like, you you know, you, you got to have a good fucking rhythm. Nigga, if you sprint out the motherfucking line, yeah, you might be ahead of everybody when you first take off. You know, just like with women, when y'all are noticing, this guy seems like the perfect guy. He's doing everything I like. You know, and then six, seven months in, this nigga just get lazy. It's because that nigga ran out of fucking energy. That nigga sprinted out of the starting line with all the good treatment. Um, What do they call that shit? Love bombing, if you will, where he showers you with gifts and showers you with all this extra ass bullshit. And then he run out of gas and just start fucking relaxing because he's not. That's not the guy he was. That was the fucking representative. You know, I don't fucking preach to nobody to have no fucking representative. You show up as who you are. You show up and do what the fuck you do. If that ain't what you're going to be doing all the time, don't do that shit at all. Even if this person says that they likes that. You know, because that's another fucking thing. Like, that's some other simp ass shit. You know, and women never answer the question. If a motherfucker asks you, so what type of guys you like? You know, even niggas, if a woman asks you, so what type of women are you into? Women with pussies. That should be your motherfucking answer, nigga. What type of woman are you? And we'll find that shit out later, nigga. Because on some real shit, I might not even know that I'm into women like you. So what type of woman are you? You should be proving to me that the type of woman you are is the type of woman I'm into. Don't try to fucking morph yourself into what the fuck I say I like. You know, if, if I say, oh, you know what? I like button down square women. You know, I like women who are conservative and, you know, you a party girl. Man, don't do that shit like nigga. Be who you are, because eventually you're going to end up resenting the person that you with because of what the fuck they turned you into. You know, and the thing is, it ain't they motherfucking fault. That's your fault. You know, you should be doing what you do, not doing what you think they want you to do. You fucking up in that, right? You got to make sure that you showing up as the motherfucker who you actually are. As honest as you can be about who you are, because you want a motherfucker to fuck with you for who you are and not for who you wanted them to think you are. You know, like these motherfucking R&B simps. You know, like that's like a whole nother category of simps. You know, these uh baby face, you know, I'll fold your clothes, I'll pay your rent, I'll cook your dinner too. Fuck all that shit. Like, I'm not doing that shit. You know, now if that's your fucking get down as a man, you you the man that wants to be the woman, do your thing. What's going on, my nigga? 
Black Camp. Nigga, did you change your name, homie? What's the motherfucking deal? I think that's the homie from Birmingham. I think my nigga changed his name and shit. But, um, but yeah, man, the thing is, dog, like, don't start nothing you can't fucking finish. You know, R&B simps, these motherfuckers, you know, these are them super beta ass niggas who get put in fucked up positions. These are the motherfuckers who you see walking through the mall carrying their woman's purse. Like, these are the ultimate betas. A lot of these niggas become the niggas who end up following a lot of the alpha male pages. You know, these are the niggas who end up trying to look and see who's the alpha male, giving the alpha male strategies and the alpha male fucking whatever the fuck. You know, these was the niggas who used to be up in um Kevin Samuels fucking comments cheerleading and shit. Yeah, Kev, tell him, Kev. Because at the end of the day, a lot of these niggas didn't have a backbone to be who they wanted to be. These niggas didn't have a backbone to set their fucking boundaries and enforce them motherfuckers. So they want another nigga to do it for them. Them motherfuckers is looking to a fucking content creator to do it for them. They looking to a content creator to tell them to have a backbone. Stand up to your woman. Like that shouldn't be nothing that a motherfucker on the internet should have to tell you. You know, and this goes back to what I always say. This is shit that your daddy should have told you. This is shit that your granddaddy should have told you. This is shit that the older men in your neighborhood, the male examples in your life should have told you. Okay, my, okay, yeah, nigga, that is the homie from Birmingham. Nigga, shout out. My nigga said that's his business page, BLK underscore camp. Y'all go following. But yeah, like, you know, that's the thing. Like, as men. You need to have male examples in your life. A lot of what the fuck the reason for this fucking show is, is it's a lot of niggas that need that male role model. And not to say that I'm a role model, but at the same time, what I do on this show is I talk a lot of the shit that I wish I would have heard from older men growing up. You know, it's a lot of shit that I kind of had to learn on my own that I wish I had an older nigga to like really like break it down for me and tell me. Babysitting 23567, Jacksonville, Florida. Shout out to Jacksonville up in this motherfucker. You know, but like, that's the fucking thing. Like, the reason a lot of these niggas is running around here with a female disposition is they didn't really have male role models in their life. So they kind of got to learn how to be a man on their own. You know, and it's a fucked up thing, but I feel like that's what the fucking problem is. It's a lot of motherfuckers out here running around trying to figure out what manhood is and a lot of the problem is a lot of these men are being told what manhood is by women what's going on councilman elder Barry and good you know but like that's the fucking thing you know us as men have to get around other men women when you have a son you should be having your son around actual men, men who you see as men, men who you see as a good example for what you want your son to be. You know, a lot of times women raise their sons to be the simps that they think they want instead of raising their sons to be the men that they want for their son to actually be. You know, like this is a question that sometimes I ask women that have sons. Like, are you raising your son to be a mama's boy? For you or are you raising your son to be a fucking man? 
You know, a lot of times, like, you got to look as a woman. Look at your son and really ask yourself, do I really want women treating this nigga how I treated men? Do I really want my son to be getting walked over and stepped on by women? You know, what what am I imparting into my son? What type of information am I feeding my son to make him a fucking man? You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, sometimes, like, you have to really realize that you not giving your son the proper boundaries because you raising him to take care of a woman and do everything you wish his daddy would have did. You know, sometimes like you like, oh, you know, I want my son to give everything to women. I don't want my son cheating on no woman. I don't want my son doing this to no woman. I don't want my son doing that to no woman. But at the same time, you raising your son to be a fucking sucker. You raising your son to get stepped on by women. And that's not a fucking good thing at all. Like, you have to raise your son to actually be a man. You have to raise your son to be a motherfucking leader. And a lot of times, that's going to have to be taught to him by a man. You know, a lot of times as a woman, you can't raise no man. What you say, young Don? Mama tried to raise a man, but that's a man's job. Exactly. That's the fucking thing. You know, a lot of times women, they try to be like real burly with a dude. You know, like they trying to raise their son. They try to be the man in their son life. You know, like you'll hear women, oh, I, I punch my son in the chest. You know, I, I I scream at my son. You know, if my son fall, I don't pick him up. No, you can't be the man in your son's life. You hitting on your son and screaming in your son's face, all that do is get your son used to getting screamed at by a woman. All that do is make your son get used to getting hit by a fucking woman. All that do is make your son get used to submitting to a fucking woman. You know, your your father is supposed to be the one doing all that shit. Your father supposed to be the one saying, get up and walk that shit off. Your mama's supposed to be the nurturer in your life. Your son is supposed to see a woman as a nurturer. Your son is supposed to see a woman in the place of a woman. Your son not supposed to see a woman being the one smacking him upside his motherfucking head all the time. Telling them, nigga, you... Nigga, man up, nigga. That's what your daddy supposed to tell you. That ain't what your fucking mama supposed to tell you. And this is the thing. A lot of motherfuckers got the wrong idea of what a man and what a woman is. They got the wrong idea of what a man's role is and what a woman's role is. This is the reason they got a fucked up view of what fucking masculinity is. Because he's trying to figure out masculinity like, well, damn. Am I supposed to be like my mama or should I be the opposite? Because I know... You know, my mom used to be the one socking on me and shit. So is, is that's how I'm supposed to, you know, express my anger? You know, like motherfuckers be confused, my nigga, because it's like, nigga, I'm so used to seeing a woman do this shit and I don't even know what a man does. So I'm not even sure what the fuck I'm supposed to do. You know, I'm just going off what my mama told me, you know, and like I'm I'm sad to say this. Ladies, a lot of y'all don't know what the fuck a man's supposed to do. So how the fuck are you supposed to teach a man what to do and you ain't a fucking man? You know what she say? Be lovely. I raised my sons to be independent in spite of lacking a real man. Love and strength. A lot of people never witnessed a man. That's a fucking problem. You know, because the thing is, like, I was raised by my mother. You know, I knew my dad. You know, my stepdad was always in and out of prison. 
But for the most part, I was raised by my mom. But the thing that helped me a lot was my grandfathers, you know, my uncles, like just having men in my life to look up to men in my life to look at as examples, you know, and as women, you can't just sit up here and tell me you don't know no men, none, zero, you know, not the pastor of your church, you know, not no fucking teachers, nothing, no men at all who you feel like your son could look to as a fucking example. That's fucking hard to believe. But what you say, Mo, he's losing his natural masculinity in that environment with his mother. Exactly. That's the fucking thing. Like, you can't always just have a woman be in the masculine energy in your life because you're going to be looking at women as a masculine energy. I feel like that's a lot of why a lot of these niggas be out here hitting women. Because subconsciously they feel like this woman is equal to me in masculine energy. So me hitting her ain't even wrong because we both on a level playing field. You've been so used to getting hit by women your whole life. You think that it's okay to hit them back and it's not. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What you say, ask the Rodney Devil's advocate to many men. Too many men drop the ball and never pick it up. Nigga, that ain't devil's advocate, nigga. That's the truth. What else he say? We as men have a responsibility to be good examples to all young kids we come into contact with. Exactly, dog. That's literally the reason for this motherfucking platform. The reason that I have the Too Much Game podcast, the reason that I do my shit this way instead of just cracking jokes and talking about fucking trending topics and shit, is because I feel like there's a need for somebody to be a motherfucking voice. And like I said, I ain't no celebrity. I ain't no rapper. I ain't no athlete. Nigga, I ain't telling y'all, hey, man, play this shit for your son. You know, I want to be your son's fucking role model. I'm not saying that, but I just feel like it's just some shit that certain motherfuckers need to hear from a man to help them with that fucking void that a lot of men grew up missing. You know, a lot of us didn't really have a man telling us a lot of shit. So a lot of us grew up trying to figure out what actual masculinity was. We had to fucking figure out what a man's job was, what it was to actually be a man. You know, and that's why a lot of motherfuckers run around here bitch made because they ain't had no man in their life. What's going on, wine time? <laughs> Cherry wine up in this motherfucker. What you say, be lovely? I definitely had a real man around my children. My godfather and my brother, for instance, just saying in spite of their dad not representing the man. So I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You did the right thing. When you have real men around your kids, man, that 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 shit is fucking priceless. 
you know, as a woman, having real men around your kids will will do, nigga, a, a, a lot of shit that you just can't fucking do. Like me as a single father, like I can never think that I can raise my daughter without no motherfucking woman in her life, nigga. I'm not a woman. I can't teach my daughter how to be a fucking woman. All I could teach my daughter is what I want to see from a woman. You know, what characteristics I'd like to see my daughter display and portray. But I can't teach my daughter how to be no motherfucking woman. What's going on, Landover Legends? What's going on, Black Diamond 365? You know, what you say? When I leave my house, I understand that any kid I come into contact with, I'm ready to provide a good example whether they whether they minds or not. Exactly. And that's the thing as far as us as black men, us as men in general. Like, we have to be those examples. You know, I've done episodes about this shit. Like, you never know who's watching you. You never know who looks up to you. You as a motherfucking man. You as a motherfucking woman. Like, a lot of us don't even realize that there's people watching us. Neighbors. You know, younger kids around us. Little cousins. You know, nephews and nieces. It's a lot of motherfuckers that watch your every move. Because you are that example for that person. So you should be moving as such. It's motherfucking young people who follow you on social media. Who watch what you do. And they want to be like you. So you always got to move around like that. You know like I, it's some shit I used to say when I was like in my early 20s. Like I do what I do like I'm doing it for TV. And basically what I always would say like nigga you just never know who was watching. Like something that I used to always do like nigga I would get dressed to go check my mail I would get dressed to walk to the fucking store Because I never knew Who the fuck would be watching me So I always wanted to be fly You know like I tell my homeboys The reason I can never be on some fuckboy shit Or do no clown shit For a female Is you never know who's talking to who You never know what the fuck This woman is gonna say to somebody else So you don't wanna do no clown shit Behind closed doors that you don't want Showing up in the light So I will always make sure to move a certain way So these women wouldn't be like Oh yeah you know that nigga Dolomite That nigga Dolomite was sucking my toes Even though he said he'd never do that Oh that nigga Uncle Dolomite ate my ass Even though he said he'd never do that Like no nigga I always move As if there's somebody watching me do what I do Including younger people You know I always have to be the best example that I could be Because I got nephews looking at me I got little cousins looking at me. So I can't be running around this motherfucker as a bad father if I don't want my nephews to see me being a bad father and think that that's okay. You know, I'm out here spending money on myself but not spending no money on my kids. I don't want my son to think that that's okay for me to move selfishly. I have to be a fucking example because, nigga, my son see everything I do. My daughter see everything I do. So I got to be that fucking example. And this us as grown motherfuckers, us as parents, even us that are people with no kids. There's young motherfuckers watching you. So you always have to be that example for them. What you say, Landover Legends, a lot of parents forget that their children model their life after what their parents do. Exactly. You know, because uh, uh, something that I used to hear from parents a lot was do as I say, not as I do. And that's the stupidest bullshit in the world you you might as well just fucking cancel just stamp bad parent on yourself for saying stupid ass shit like that to your motherfucking kids because kids watch what you do they don't give a fuck what you say nigga it like 
my daughter, Brownie. Nigga, Brownie is my fucking accountability partner. My daughter, nigga, I always got to be on point for my fucking daughter. Because if I tell my daughter not to do something, nigga, if I do it, she going to want to do it. She always going to be like, nigga, look, you said I can't have fucking ice cream for breakfast, but you woke your ass up on Sunday and ate some fucking ice cream. I want ice cream for breakfast, daddy. So it's like, nigga, when Brownie home, I can't eat ice cream for breakfast, my nigga. I love ice cream for breakfast. That's my shit. But when my kids is home, I can't fucking do that. Because I know, nigga, Brownie is going to hold me accountable. Brownie is going to be like, shit, nigga, you had ice cream? Nigga, I want ice cream. Nigga, let's do the ice cream thing. You know, and that's the fucking problem, my nigga. Us as parents, we have to be the ones that move a fucking certain way to be that fucking example for our children. You know, and back to this whole long-ass tangent, my nigga. Let me digress back to what the fuck I was talking about. Because I was talking about simps, nigga. I done got all on parenting and shit. But what you say, young Don? What is the definition of a real man? How do you think he should act? What do you think he should do? On some real shit, dog. I'm going to put a pin on that and we're going to do a whole motherfucking episode about that shit because I do feel like that's some shit that needs to be addressed. But today's episode, what I was talking about was simping. Nigga, we done went all the way off that shit, you know, but a lot of what you're taught as a child, a lot of what you see growing up, that's what makes a lot of men simps because they didn't really have those strong male examples in their life. A lot of simps, if you really ask a nigga who move around here on some simp shit, you know, who he grew up around, a lot of times they not going to really tell you nothing about an actual man. You know, a lot of the simps in life, you know, because like one of the last, the second to the last simp I'm going to talk about are bitter simps. You know, the bitter simps of the world are like, you know, and I know a lot of motherfuckers ain't going to like this, but Will Smith. Will Smith is a bitter simp, you know, and uh, ask for Rodney, nigga. Basically, what a simp is is somebody who compromises who they are for the opposite sex or for the same sex if you're gay. Because I ain't, I ain't got, you know, this shit is for everybody. You know, anytime you compromise who you are, what you get down, how you feel for another motherfucker, you simping. If you out here spending more money than you spend otherwise on a person, you simping. If you're doing something contrary to what you want to do because of somebody who you want to be with, you are simping. You know, like I said, this this whole Will Smith shit, this nigga Will Smith is a King Kong simp. You know, something that I also wanted to say that I forgot to talk about was the fact that uh, Russell Wilson ain't no goddamn simp. Y'all be calling Russell Wilson a simp. Russell Wilson is not a fucking simp, my nigga. Russell Wilson is doing exactly what Russell Wilson does. You know, that goes back to what I said earlier about financial sims. You know, if you spending money that you ain't got in order to impress a woman, you're simping. Russell Wilson, on the other hand, that nigga got it like that. That nigga has enough money to do everything he's doing. That shit don't hurt that nigga pockets in no way, shape or form. That is not simping. That is taking care of your motherfucking woman. That's that nigga wife. 
Nigga, when you doing a whole lot of shit for your motherfucking wife, nigga, that's what that's what fucking being a fucking man is. That's what being a fucking provider is, my nigga. That's not simping. Nigga, that's literally doing what the fuck you supposed to do to make your fucking woman happy, my nigga. You know, like, that's where niggas got the definition of simp fucked up. Like, nigga, we can't all be pimps, my nigga. Like, nigga, we can't all be goatee, my nigga. We can't all be sugar-free. Like, nigga, we, we can't all be... You know, pimping, pimping, my nigga. You know, some of us are regular square-ass dudes. And as a square-ass dude, nigga, if you got the money to make your motherfucking woman happy, nigga, do what you got to do. Nigga, what I'm saying is, nigga, don't be out here going broke for no motherfucking woman. You know, don't be at the motherfucking airport breaking yourself in hopes that the woman will like you more if you over here fucking your pockets up. Because that's when your ass is a trick. That's when your ass is a simp. But what Russell Wilson is doing, and Russell Wilson just doing what the fuck Russell Wilson supposed to do. A nigga who got money, you know, he's spending what he got to spend to make sure his woman is happy. And I salute Russell Wilson, nigga. I ain't got no problem with his motherfucking ass. But Will Smith, that nigga simping. What you say, ask for Rodney? He loves his family. He loves his children. He is a role model to other kids. He is the blueprint of manhood. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, nigga. I don't got no, no problem with Russell Wilson. But Will Smith, Will Smith is a bitter simp. Bitter simps are dudes who've been simping so long, these motherfuckers just mad at the world. They blaming the world for the fact that they a motherfucking simp. They blaming everybody except they self for what the fuck they in a simp fucking position. The reason that nigga Will Smith did what he did on that motherfucking stage is because he's a bitter simp. What's going on, Treasure P? You know, like, that's the fucking thing. That nigga Will Smith is so mad that he been simping all these years, nigga. He just took it out on that nigga fucking Chris Rock. That nigga fucking Will Smith been taking care of a motherfucking thought for 20-something fucking years, my nigga. You know, like, she done already expressed that she a nymphomaniac. Nigga, she done already showed that nigga she like to go ahead and get her some little dick on the side every now and then. Nigga, she done already expressed that she is madly in love with another man. A dead man at that. And this motherfucker over here doing everything he can to please this woman who doesn't love him like he love her. He's bitter. He's mad, my nigga. That's the reason that that motherfucker is depressed. That's the reason he's going through so much shit. Because it's like, nigga, no matter what, I cannot please this woman. No matter what, I cannot get this woman to love me how I love her. No matter what that shit been looking like for the last 20 years, you know, uh, you know, shout out J. Cole. Nigga said, I want that real love, that Jada and that Will love. Yeah, I bet you that nigga wish he could take that line back. What you say be lovely to be a man with this platform and being such a big influence to children and adults. It's just some shit you don't do. Exactly. But that's the fucking thing. When bitterness takes over, you know, bitterness is a strong fucking emotion. You know, this is an emotion that gets put on black women a lot because bitterness is something that makes you act out of character. Bitterness is something that make you key a nigga's car. Pop a nigga tires, bust a nigga windshield out, cut a nigga clothes up, cut a nigga shoes up, 
call a nigga job, try to get him fired. You know, keep a nigga kids away from him. You know, bitterness will make you do a lot of bullshit. Bitterness is what made this nigga Will Smith act how he acted. You know, like another fucking form of bitter simp. These misogynist ass podcasters. You know, these niggas who do whole shows talking about how women don't deserve this. And, oh, we need to start looking into dating other races because these black women ain't this and these black women ain't that. These are bitter simps. These are niggas who cannot set boundaries early. These niggas cannot enforce boundaries. So they end up getting stepped on and walked all over. Now they mad at black women like it's black women fault that they a bitch. It ain't black women fault that you a bitch, nigga. You just a bitch. Nigga, you set your fucking boundaries and you enforce them motherfuckers. And if she can't get down with your program, you walk the fuck away from her. It's very simple. But a lot of these motherfuckers get put in these simp ass positions because these niggas either can't set the boundaries or enforce the fucking boundaries. So now they want to go to somebody who they feel like it's going to be easier to deal with. Like, oh, if I go deal with a white woman, it's going to be easier. No, it's not. Y'all think that there are no white women with attitudes? Have you ever heard the term Karen? Like, what make you think that dealing with another race is going to be fucking easier? Nigga, if you a bitch, you a bitch. You going to be a bitch with a black woman. You going to be a bitch with a white woman. You going to be a bitch with a Latina. You're going to be a bitch with every race. A woman is a motherfucking woman, dog. You thinking that you're going to fuck with a white woman? It's going to be easier. That's fucking preposterous. That's stupid. You think dealing with a motherfucking uh, a, a Latina woman or Asian woman or Indian woman or some other shit? That's stupid. You know, but this is the thing. Like a lot of you bitter, simp ass niggas, you niggas just looking for reasons to do some sucker shit, to do some clown shit. But again, that's bitterness. Hurt people hurt people. You know, these niggas been simping so long, these niggas' spirit is broken. So they just run around looking for people to hurt. That's the reason a lot of these niggas is using their platform to spread venom and shit. And tell motherfuckers that, oh, these women ain't shit. You know, like there's niggas who literally be like, oh, I just wish that there was a world where there were no women. You know, because you hear it a lot. Like, these niggas love pussy, but hate women. You know, if they homeboy has some pussy, they marry they goddamn homeboy. You know, and that shit right there, that's gross, my nigga. You know, that goes back to, you know, what my nigga T.K. Kirkland say. Like, nigga, who raised you? You know, and I always be saying, like, nigga, your mama, nigga. You motherfuckers grew up wanting to be a woman like your mama. You wanted to grow up chasing men like your mama. Nigga, your mama was out here chasing niggas. You doing the same shit. Type of nigga rather be somewhere surrounded by niggas than around women. Type of weird ass shit is that? But that be a lot of niggas disposition. A lot of you niggas would literally rather be surrounded by your homeboys than around your motherfucking woman. What kind of shit is that? Like, I'm trying to say that shit without saying some some homophobic shit. But that's what it is, my nigga. Like, nigga, you, you got a woman's disposition. Only women would rather be around niggas than around they motherfucking mate. Like, kind of, the fuck? And what you say, be lovely? 
Never seen so many niggas pressed to chill with their homies. Exactly. Like, niggas would rather be out there kicking it with their motherfucking homeboys than kicking it with their girl. You know, like, the shit go homies over hoes, not homies over your woman. You know, a lot of you niggas got the definitions of manhood fucked up. Instead of feminine energy, that's because they don't have to be a man. Everybody in the crew rocking like that. Yeah, and the thing is, I feel like a lot of these niggas got so much feminine energy, they just want to be around what they think masculinity is. And that's the reason they always want to be around men. They don't have no masculine energy of their own, so they have to go and find it elsewhere. These niggas have to go find what they feel a man is. You know, so these niggas is in a circle trying to figure out what manhood is. So they go out there with their motherfucking friends and try to figure it out as a fucking group. You know, the shit is sad. You know, the last form of bitter simp is literally those mass shooters. You know, a lot of these mass shooters, these motherfuckers be virgins. You know, a lot of these motherfuckers are so sexually frustrated, they go the ultimate length to punish people for what the fuck is going on in their life, for the reason that they are unsuccessful women. Them motherfuckers is so mad about being virgins, so mad that they don't get that fucking release, that these motherfuckers go out there and just shoot up some shit. You know, I made a TikTok that a lot of motherfuckers did, you know, they wasn't really a big fan of. But, you know, something that I said jokingly was like, nigga, a lot of y'all women who are at the slut walk, a lot of y'all self-proclaimed sluts, man, y'all need to go find some of these fucking nerds and get them niggas some pussy. Let them motherfuckers get some of that fucking frustration out. You know, maybe y'all motherfuckers will save a school. Y'all motherfuckers might save a big event. You know, stop one of these motherfuckers from shooting up some shit. Because they sexually frustrated. These motherfuckers ain't getting no pussy. And they just out here, nigga, pulling the M16 out. Because they can't pull their dick out. You know, what you say, Ronnie don't like women. For real, deep down. Exactly. What you say, be lovely. I need to figure out how to share the entire video, right? When you're finished, man, this shit going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on fucking Spotify, Spreaker. That shit going to be on everything. It's going to be on all the streaming platforms. You know, this shit going to be on YouTube. Look up Too Much Game Podcast. But, you know, that's the fucking thing. A lot of these motherfuckers that be shooting up shit, they doing this shit out of fucking frustration. You know, a lot of the dudes who are violent, a lot of the dudes who really got a fucked up way of moving around, it's because they fucking sexually frustrated. You know, a, a, a nigga not finna go shoot up nothing with, with empty balls, my nigga. You don't never really hear a nigga say, yeah, man, I just got fresh up out some pussy and just want to go shoot the party up. Man, you know what, man? I just got done fucking. I'm finna go beat somebody ass. Nigga, after, after some good sex, my nigga, you don't want to do shit but chill. Drink some water, smoke a blunt, watch some TV. Like, nigga, that's what you do after sex, my nigga. You don't go... Inflict pain on people After some sex my nigga Like nigga after you get done fucking You are chilling You know a lot of these violent motherfuckers Is because they frustrated my nigga These motherfuckers are bitter These are the bitter Simps of the world my nigga You know and that's the fucking thing Like nigga simping Is deadly my nigga Simping is not a good thing What do you say hiding inner demons and lifetime of pain and suffering Exactly my nigga 
And a lot of that pain and suffering comes from sexual frustration. It comes from being unsuccessful with the opposite sex. And that fucks a lot of people up, my nigga. You know, and the last type of simp, you know, the least important type of simp, but it was something that I felt like I had to bring up is Dirty Max. You know, Dirty Mac and nigga, that's simp energy, my nigga. You know, the, the, the pillow talking ass niggas. You know, the Meek Mill ass niggas. You know, the, the, the Dirty Mac, them niggas that be in your girl ear like, yeah, man, you know, homeboy, you know, my nigga, my nigga be out there wilding out, man, you know. He a wild boy. Oh, what you mean? Oh, you know, I'm just saying, when we be out, man, you know, motherfuckers be thinking he's single sometimes. And, you know, we all be going out, man. You, he, He's a man when it comes to the ladies. That's all I'm going to say. You know, I ain't trying to say nothing about your man, but, you know, all I'm saying is, whew, man, the ladies love him. The ladies love Jermaine. What? You know, like I heard this motherfucker, um, you know, Meek Mill, FaceTime, Nicki Minaj, while that nigga Safari was with a bitch. You know, like there's niggas out here that's at your woman. These niggas is looking for another nigga woman. Instead of going out and finding your own woman, you want to take this nigga woman. You know, like something like I always say, like the reason I'm not a big fan of certain fucking hip hop artists. The reason I'm not a fan of a lot of hip hop music is because they've glorified fucking another nigga woman. Like they've made it seem like it's an accomplishment to fuck somebody else's woman. You know, and like I would always say, my nigga, it's never cool to take a motherfucker's woman because you never want a woman that somebody could take. Nigga. Any woman you can take from somebody, another person could take from you. So it's not a fucking accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment to fuck a nigga's woman. That's the same as borrowing another nigga's car and vice versa. Women, it's not no fucking accomplishment to fuck your homegirl's man. It's not no compliment to fuck nobody's man. You fuck this dirty dick ass nigga who couldn't keep it in his pants. That's not fly. Niggas fucking somebody else's woman, my nigga. You fucking a loose broad that can't control her motherfucking coochie. That's not fly. That ain't nothing to fucking brag about. Me fucking your woman, that's not cool. Like, I don't know when that shit became something to fucking brag about. Like, I don't know why rappers try to make that shit cool. To me, that shit has never been cool. Like, I've never went out there thinking, I'm going to fuck that nigga girl. Because something that I would always say, my nigga, niggas could literally get away with murdering you if they catch you on top of their wife. That's considered a crime of passion that a nigga could get away with if he smoked your stupid ass. So is it really worth legally getting your brains blown out for some some illicit pussy, you know, for some sneak coochie and shit like what was the rapper name? Trouble, I think his name was. The nigga who got killed fucking with somebody, girl. Like, nigga, it just ain't fucking worth it, dog. Like, nigga, Dirty Mac and this some bullshit. I've never been a fan of Dirty Macs, nigga. I've never been a Dirty Mac, nigga. I'm not finna sit up here and throw dirt on another nigga to try to make myself look cool to no female. And women, you shouldn't be giving no nigga no pussy who think that that shit is cool. Moving like that, that's some clown shit. That's some simp shit. That shit weak as a motherfucker. 
I'm not fucking no chick who think that throwing dirt on my girl name is going to make her look more attractive to me. Oh, yeah, you know your girl be out here doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Uh, bitch, why you snitching? You know, I don't like snitching in no form. As far as I'm concerned, that's snitching. Why is you snitching? Like, I could, I could see if you was a person who had loyalty to me. Like, you one of my friends, one of my homegirls, and you catch my girl out there doing some bullshit, and you like, hey, my nigga, I just got to uh, let you know, your girl out here on some other shit. But if you her friend, and you over here telling me, like, what the fuck are you trying to gain by snitching on your friend and me? You think you going to take me from her by being a motherfucking snitch? You know, like, that's some weak-ass shit. Like, nigga, you... I don't like motherfuckers who do goofy ass shit like that. Like dirty macking is some goofy shit. Nigga, that's simp fucking energy. Nigga, never do that. Never put yourself in a fucking simp's position. You know, and that's the fucking thing. You know, putting yourself in a fucking simp's position is going to leave you bitter in the long run. You know, like things that you have to do to avoid getting put in a fucking simp's position to put a bow on all this shit. Number one, day one, in the beginning, set your fucking boundaries and stick to them motherfuckers. If a motherfucker cannot stick to the boundaries that you set, you have to leave them the fuck alone. If them motherfuckers can't get down with the program that you've set, you have to leave that person alone. If you are afraid to leave a motherfucker, they are going to treat you how the fuck they want to treat you. So if they can't go by the boundaries that you set, the boundaries that you call yourself enforcing, you can never be afraid to leave that motherfucker alone. You know, because the ultimate form of leverage is the ability to walk away. So if you can't walk away, you putting yourself in a simps position and you should never do that. Never be afraid to check a motherfucker and always check their ass early and often. Whenever a motherfucker get out of bounds, you put them right back in bounds. Always check a motherfucker because they'll never respect you if they can't be checked by you. Motherfuckers respect the check. If they can't respect the check, the motherfuckers got to respect your absence. And the number one thing in all this shit is self-respect. If you don't respect yourself, another motherfucker will never respect you. Motherfuckers only respect you as much as you respect yourself. So always have self-respect. Never be afraid to check a motherfucker. Always set your fucking boundaries early. Let a motherfucker know who you are. And they'll always respect you as who you are. Because if you front, they're going to treat you like that. A lot of time, motherfuckers are going to see the fucking chinks in your fucking armor. And they motherfuckers going to treat you fucked up because of that shit. You know, so you should never allow that. You should never run around front because motherfuckers can smell that shit on you. You know, and there's a difference between benevolence and simping. And that's what I talked about when it came to Russell Wilson. Never be afraid to be benevolent, but always remember to be respected in your benevolence. Never let your benevolence get ahead of you, you know, and never be afraid to lose a motherfucker because a lot of times the enforcement of your boundaries is going to be you leaving somebody, you know. But um, that's my hour. I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. 
Laura from the Sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, it's too much game podcast.store. Go get you some merchandise at too much game podcast.store. Support the motherfucking team. Um, Patreon.com slash townhouse media, town eat house media. Uh, support the other Townhouse Media Podcast Sports for You Podcast What I got going on behind me on the screen um, Follow me on social media At Uncle Dolomite on Twitter and Instagram Uncle D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E uh, Follow the Too Much Game Podcast On social media Twitter Too Much Game Pod Instagram Too Much Game Podcast uh, I'm on YouTube And all streaming platforms Tell a friend, tell a friend Tell a punk ass bitch or a bitch ass nigga you know, share this motherfucker. You know, the, the the best form of support is letting other motherfuckers know about it. But um, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.